0: This episode brought to you by BRE Promotions. Whether you're just starting out or evolving your brand, BRE Promotions offers you expertly crafted disruptions that'll take you to the next level. BRE Promotions, we make your business shine. Visit us at brepromotions.com to schedule your free consultation. No Noboboomis.
1: Hi, this is Cat Ward, Paranormal researcher and host of Paranormal Heart Podcast. You're listening to Nobo where we explore deep inside the Goblin Universe with your host Brian Bowden.
0: Hello ghouls, goblins, friends and family welcome to another edition of Nobo where we explore deep inside the Goblin universe with none other than me. That's nobody but me. We have a great show coming up for you. I'm excited beyond belief to have this person on my show. Been wanting to have her on. Fun, uh, exciting, knowledgeable, everything that you can think of. An amazing person. And we're just going to jump right into it. I just, I got to say, welcome to Nobubumi Cat Ward. How are you tonight?
1: Hey, Brian. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. This is so awesome.
0: I, I, it's, it's a pleasure. Um, I know that, that uh, you have a lot of podcasting you're doing and recording and you have that full schedule getting going uh, for your show, Paranormal Heart, also on Podbean and yep. Stitcher. Are you in Stitcher as well now?
1: Yes, I am, um, as well as iTunes, uh, TuneIn. Radio? No,
0: not yet. Okay, we've got to get more people to like these podcasts. Yeah. Get your friends, your family members, get grandma, get grandpa, get everybody. Like, 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 and then we can get Cats. Paranormal Heart, which is an amazing podcast, by the way. You do a great job with that. Um, Thank you. I want, I want to get everybody on iHeartRadio because what better way to listen to it than without having to go through an internet connection? Sometimes uh, there's a couple of stations in the U.S. that, that just pure iHeart. Um, and. Why not have Paranormal Heart on iHeartRadio? Radio? you like that? Like that's that right, the heart's together. The heart is together. So, you know, one of the things we do here, because some of our audience may not know who you are, um, we're going to ask you to go into um, how you got involved, basically, in paranormal um, and also podcasting. Um, and that's basically how we usually start. Um, so... How did you start? I mean, did you, you know, did someone scare the heck out of you or, you know, <laughs> like, like, oh my God, what was
1: that? <laughs> no. Um, well, from, I've always been fascinated with the paranormal and I think a lot of people in this business, that that's pretty much the same with everyone because I don't think there's too many people into the paranormal who haven't had, you know, it's just like, right. you know, oh, I have no interest, but I think I will start a podcast or whatever but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um but no when i was uh, young i think i was about seven years old uh the first experience that i remember having we lived in this three-story apartment building we lived on the top floor and it was a really really old building um it was so old that before they converted it to electric heat the furnace was in the basement and it was coal that's what they used to Ooh. heat the yeah that's how old it was I never liked the feeling of the of the building. It was always creepy to me. And of course, the creepiest part of the the of our apartment was my bedroom. Of course it had to be my room.
0: <laughs> of course so, it has to be your yeah. room. Yeah.
1: And my parents, you know, every night would say, you know, no, everything's good. They'd check the closet, you know, they'd always do what parents do. They always with flashlights, see nothing's here, nothing's here. But it just never felt like nothing was really there. And there was one night in particular that I remember waking up and my arm was hurting. And I yelled for my parents for I don't know how many times that particular night. I'm sure they didn't get any sleep at all. <laughs> so I, I called for them and they come running and I said, my arm hurts. And they turn the light on and I had three scratches on my arm. And um, it's like, okay, that was kind of freaky. But that was just the beginning of it. Um, after that, I kept seeing, and I only saw it while we were living in the apartment building this man with a long trench coat and and a, a hat you know like what everybody call yep. referred to as a hat man now but he wasn't tall like everybody talks about he was short about four feet tall um, I don't know if he knew I was there if I was just seeing him walk by I never saw his face he was more like a shadow um, but you just but saw
0: it, the outline of the hat you, just, you yeah, just oh yeah
1: you could tell he had like a trench coat type thing or a cloak or something you know with the and with the um, um, the bodgeys fedora or whatever yes the fedora i was trying to think of the the type of hat um used to freak me out but you know i'm a kid so of course things like that that's not normal to see and um after we moved several years later i never saw him again but i always you know i'm in my early 50s and i've always still wondered what the heck was that and a couple of years ago i started hearing people talking about the hat man and that got my attention and somebody had posted um, a YouTube video of he made like a he went to reenact the the Hat Man that he saw as a child, and it was but it was a shorter version, and it scared the crap out of me because it's just like <laughs> it brought back all those childhood feelings and memories. I'm like, oh my God, that's what I saw, yeah. and so it was kind of nice to know that other people were having that experience, not just me as a kid.
0: We, yeah, I think we we had a discussion about this at one point, uh, talking about this type of of entity. It's uh, mm-hmm. ne- not necessarily a cryptid, but an entity. And from what I've... Uh, the research I've ever ever gotten from this is this thing draws the... Um, it draws on fear. And it's very much... And I, I kind of put it like Monsters, Inc., how mm-hmm. they, they scare the heck out of the kids so they can charge their batteries. Right, and yeah. I think that determines how big or small... Um, or large the the actual entity you're seeing is going to be so maybe the smaller one was like a rookie and um, they descended like the little ones to you know like well well you go go try Billy go try now <laughs> yeah. you know like, I don't want to scare her Dad she's too nice just go ahead go ahead, go ahead. it's okay it's, part of it's okay the, yeah it's part of the plan it's fine but um and and they work off of fear now I've known about these these entities for years um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until three about three years ago that I actually experienced this. And um, I'll, I'll trans, translate into how it happened. Uh, I was getting ready for bed. I put, This is before my, my second was around, or a thought in, in our martini. And, and <laughs> I was, you know, everything's, the lights go out. And my, my child's sleeping, everybody's sleeping, my wife's sleeping. And, you know, just use, you're using the bathroom before you go to bed. Shut the lights off. I stop for a minute so I can adjust my eyes. Um, which I always do uh, when I shut the lights off and it's pitch black, and then I can adjust my eyes pretty well. They they, they really do work very well, in, even in pitch black. And I'm going to go into the bedroom where we're, to go to bed, and I open this door up, and standing literally in front of me, you could see it that it's darker than the actual darkness of the room, so it's distinct. And I saw this figure of a head with like shoulders and I cocked my right arm back and I threw it right (laughs) at it it dissipated and then when I came into the room I looked over there was another one leaning over by my where my wife was and I said hell no and I went right at it and I think I scared the crap out of whatever it was like oh this guy's (laughs) not afraid of me you know so funny after (laughs) that the next night we went to a meeting called um, the UFO Roundtable and this was a a live meeting in, in Yonkers and our speaker was Rosemary Ellen Guiley.
2: Really?
0: Yes, she's fantastic, and, and she's a, a friend of mine as well. Um, and I was, she was talking about shadow people, and mm-hmm. that's basically what it was. And I and I said I, I stopped. I said, "You got to be kidding me! You're talking about shadow people." And she described everything. I said, "I've never had this experience before until last night when this happened." And it just blew me away. Wow. That, wh- I don't know what the coincidence was. You think, that, you know, the synchronicity of that event. Mm. But does it still scare you? I mean, if, you, you know, if, if, like, your husband really wants to get back at you, he could just come into the room at night with a fedora on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. No. But I am easily startled. Uh, anybody I've ever worked with, um, they'll stand behind me and I turn around and they'll go, boo, and I go, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, st- and they're like, "You're a paranormal investigator." Yeah, well, ghosts don't scare me; people do. Like.
0: Yeah, people definitely scare me. Man. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people that scare the hell out of me.
1: People are scary. Yeah, cut
0: that
2: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with this one girl. I worked at a hotel uh, in Ontario years ago, and Sam. She's just a you know, I'm five foot six, and she's like five foot nothing. And she would hide in the in the in the smallest places with her cell phone to record me and she'll just go, jump up and go ah and I'm just like bah! Just stop, and she laugh. it's like are you kidding me oh that's You're awesome give me a heart attack well,
0: it, well it's, it's it's funny you say that cat because now we're going to go down a little bit of an alley um I was coming back from something I forgot what it was and I called my wife said yeah Mom, I'm on my way home um, and, and I said, are the kids? And she goes, yeah, the kids are there. I said, just leave the door unlocked. Just don't tell them, just leave it open. <laughs> and I left it open. I do this all the time. Um, and I came in and went, what are you doing? And then, oh my God. And they <laughs> jump up, daddy. <laughs> and I do this. It, my kids, it, they know me for doing this. It, it, there's something about just like catching people by surprise. And yeah. it's, I would love to see that video. Can you get your friend to show videos? Can upload them somehow? That no. would be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she still has some, but
0: <laughs> oh, she or... probably... was this like pre-pre YouTube for the most part, like wherever oh, people no. had no, access to around. it. No, 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 no. no, you, no like the, the, I know YouTube was around, but usually you needed the computer. You had to load it into the computer. Now you could just take a phone out and you could, you know, videotape whatever you want wherever you are. Okay, wherever this
1: was like four years ago, so she she could have done it. Hey, maybe she did post it on YouTube. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That'd be great. The cat warts keep getting the crap to get out of her. Once I'm gonna again, call her. Call her right now. So, <laughs> so at six years old. You're getting this. You know, you, you get this. This home you're living in. You're you're getting scared. Parents are like, oh my god, do we medicate her? I don't know. Just have another <laughs> drink. Um, you know, because I've been there. Because mine just comes out, and I, and I think it's also has to do with uh, sexes. And I think. Females see this more than males because I think you guys, because of the way your brains operate and you use more, more both sides of the, of the the hemispheres. Yeah. Um, do Do you, do you have any type of abilities do you think or connections or does anybody in your family may have had some of those?
1: Oh, yeah. It runs on both sides of the family, mainly on my mom's side. Um, my mom, she used to be able to talk with her grandfather without actually using words. He didn't even have to be in the same house, like you know, and everybody yep. in the family thought she was crazy. And when he passed away, she went and woke up her parents and said, you know, granddad's, you know, was just here. And they're like, he's in the hospital. What are you talking about? And then the phone rings to say that he passed away. And they look at my mom like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Just little things like that. You know, I get, I get feelings, you know, I can usually tell. um, Because as you know, we moved from Alberta to Ontario. And when we came looking for a house, the first two days, my husband and I looked at like 20 houses. Right. And You know how houses sometimes have neutral feelings some of them have you know happy feelings well we walk
0: yeah some of them are like motel hell (laughs)
1: yeah yeah so we walk into this one house and um yeah it needs renovation you know needs some updating but you know not too bad we go up in the attic where there's um it's the whole attic is just a bedroom right and all of a sudden I felt it my husband and he he trusts my instincts now right Uh, he looks at me and he says uh, you're picking up on something, aren't you? And I'm looking at him wide-eyed, and I'm shaking my head, yes, really fast. He goes, uh, it's not good, is it? And I shake my head really fast, no. <laughs> he's like, are you good? I'm like, yeah, just give me a minute. I'm just going to kind of like you know, put put the light out there to get it away from me. Yeah. And uh, yeah. after a few minutes, I'm like, no, I, I need to go downstairs. And so he's like, okay, fair enough. And we book it downstairs, right? It's like, okay, well, maybe uh, maybe it was just the attic. So we get down to the basement, and we're with a realtor. And after a few minutes, I just looked at my husband and the realtor, and I said, nope, this is not the house for us. I'm going outside. And my husband and the realtor are like, okay, and we just booked it outside. So every time we drove by that house afterwards, I would say, F you whatever that was, F you. <laughs> I, I, I woke something up because um, it felt not too bad when we first walked in, but as we walked around, it's all because – i don't know if you believe this as well but when you're in the paranormal a lot of times you um you're 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 more sensitive and they're more sensitive to you so i think because i am in the paranormal it's like oh hey we have someone here and you know i don't like you i don't want you in this house and i'm like fair enough i'm gone (laughs) Uh, and i I had someone one of my coworkers, tell me because i i told the experience when when we went back to alberta right and um they said but you're a paranormal investigator how come <laughs> that scared you i'm like just because i'm an investigator doesn't mean that i don't get scared we all get scared plus i wasn't prepared when right. i go for for when i go to investigate you prepare whatever you have crystals you say prayers whatever your little ritual is but you're prepared i'm looking for a house so i'm not prepared for this
0: <laughs> well you know it's, so, it's funny i always said to." Um because we've done some investigations for people third party uh, where I physically wasn't there and our, our psychic wasn't there for our group. And they said, can you rem- remote view the property? I, I call it remote viewing. I'm, I'm a member of IRVA, which is the International Remote Viewers Association. And I knew I had something, but I never really went into it. It was confirmed by our psychic. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's how I started working with it. And I told her when I, when I started, I said, I'd like to experiment with this, but I don't want to open a Pandora's box. Yeah. So you have to learn the first thing is how to ground yourself, you know, and protect yourself. And like mm-hmm. you did, you threw the the white light there and, you know, you just like wrap yourself in a big bubble of white golden light and, you know. Add God into that and maybe... Bubble wrap. Right. I mean, a lot of times if you want to go someplace, and this is a good suggestion, people, so pay, up, pay attention. It will be on the final. Um, <laughs> when you engulf yourself in a bubble of white light and you're grounding yourself and protecting yourself, on the outside of that bubble, make it look like mirror. So you can see mm. through it, but they can't see into it. Yeah. Because you'll be very surprised that even if you do it mentally, you can get attachments that way. And yep. once they see that and they have a, a vehicle it's not necessarily that they want to hurt you or harm you it's just they maybe want out so and it can make your life miserable yep. so but yeah no i believe that too when you go into some place you know you just you kind of pick up on things more so than anybody else um yep. it's it's really odd how you 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 just you could walk into a place and you just feel it it's just like yeah we gotta go <laughs> for sure
1: um, years, ago, years ago, my dad and I uh, went to visit my grandparents in British Columbia and my one of my grandparents' neighbors uh, was a ham radio operator and so was my dad. So we went to meet him and um, he was ex-military and he said, oh, come on, I'll show you some of the stuff that I've collected over the years. So the little room he had in the basement, I walked in and I'm like, nope, I can't go in there. And he says, what do <laughs> you mean you can't go in there? I'm like, I, I can't, there's something in there. I don't like the feeling of it. I'm not going in so he's like oh kept bringing me objects is it this is it this is it this then it's like nope get that away from me it was some kind of a ceremonial dagger that he found that he picked up i think in south africa and um yeah and um i'm like nope that is what it is and i don't want to get anywhere near that like get it away like nope right but yeah just it's feelings like that
0: oh yeah that 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 happens a lot um you know, I, I haven't, I know people that were able to, they'll touch something of yours and they'll tell you your whole life story. Yeah. They'll know everything, which is kind of freaky because you, you know, when you meet them the first time you say hello to them or shake their hands or whatever. And you don't realize you're just like, Oh, that's the story. You know, (laughs) they know everything about you. Um, I haven't been able to do something like that, but I've noticed that if you do, I think everybody has the abilities. Okay, um, And I, I just think that people just put up barriers. I was told by, by our psychic when she said that I have uh, a tremendous amount of abilities, possibly even more than she did, um, but I have a lot of walls up. And, I, and, and my response was, I live in New York City. Of course I have walls <laughs> up. I have yeah. walls, I have chains, I have Rottweilers, and I have pit bulls. Um, <laughs> and I'm a flamethrower. Yeah, and a flamethrower. I'm not letting you in. Um, yeah. and, and Because you have to. But when you start to exercise a muscle... Um, over time, other things, other byproducts come in. So I, I did, I, I initially went out and when I do the remote viewing per request, I don't necessarily do it on my own. Um, I had a 98% accuracy rate. Wow. I still have a 98% accuracy rate. It nice. surprises the hell out of me. And one of the, that's, that's, that's the thing. What I like about it is like, when you find evidence in paranormal, you get an EVP, you're like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you're just shocked that you have to listen to it again and again to make sure you're not making things up. Yeah. Um, but when you find it, you're like, wow, that was, that, that's really cool. So I started doing remote viewing. And then recently when I started doing a little bit more of it, um, I started getting flashes. And one of the things, and I was talking to her about it. And I said, one of the things I can do is when I'm talking to somebody right now, even including you, but I'm not doing it right now, I can actually be in the same situation. I can see exactly what you're seeing. Like, if you're talking about, cool. well, there was this time we went down to the beach and there was a whale or whatever, and you, s- the most obscure thing, I'm, I'm there. I'm actually witnessing nice. it while you're talking, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool in many ways. It's not crystal clear, um, but it, it's pretty interesting. One of the things that that I did was we went to an, an old battlefield. It's called Battlefield Orchards, and there's an old house there, and everybody, you know, we were finished... Picking apples for the season and pumpkins, whatever. And I we're walking, and I said, mm, This is an interesting house. It's all boarded up. And I went up to the foundation, the, the frame of it, by the doorway, and I just put my hand on the frame.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And literally, every, it just revealed itself to me. I was looking inside. There were soldiers, different types of soldiers, from Revolutionary War soldiers to Civil War soldiers. Wow. On there. One doctor was cutting the limb off of another one. On the stairs there was a guy bandaged with a bandage around his head, and there was a nurse there who had a, like a, a big poofy puffy dress, uh pretty much like a Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. They noticed me. Wow. And I I saw steam coming. They were boiling water, there was a fire in the fireplace. I know I knew there was a battle taking place. I didn't know which one. Mm-hmm. And they noticed me and I like I backed away, and I'm like, wow, that was pretty freaking surreal and cool at the same time
2: yeah no
0: <laughs> so, kidding yeah so it's it's, the cool- it's pretty cool
1: the coolest thing that happened to me i have a friend who uh, messaged me last year and said i was wondering if you could help me uh send some light a friend of mine's little girl she's 15 years old she's she ran away she's missing they're trying to find her and i'm like yeah okay not a problem i'll help pray you know send white light her way you know whatever so then little little later on, I sent her a message, and I said, you know, I, does this girl, does she? I, I'm picking up something. She has dark hair, but I also see blonde hair. What's up with that? She sends me a picture. This girl has, she's a brunette, but she had blonde highlights.
0: Right. Nice. So
1: this is cool. So then it just, the floodgates just opened up after that. So then I messaged her back, and I said, I see um, a forested area. With a stream. And she goes, No, we're in California. We don't have forests here, and there's no place like that at all. She messages me later on and says, Because um, she spoke with the mother and said, Actually, there's a little forested area. Um, the mother called the police after she told her what I told her. And they went there. They found evidence of a little forested area with a stream next to it, and that's where the girl had been hiding out. Ooh. There was, uh, you know, she'd been staying there, and because of that, they were able to find her safe and sound. Sweet! Oh, my God. When she messaged me, I had goosebumps. Yeah, it, and it just, comes, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. And then I messaged, because the um, paranormal investigative team that I'm with here, called the uh, Canadian Supernatural Research Society, uh, Katie Turner, she is amazing for psychic abilities. Um you can take them with a grain of salt, right? Some people say they're psychic, medium, whatever. Um, but Katie, there's no doubt in my mind, she is bang on. And I messaged her and I said, oh my God, now I know how it feels to be you." She goes, what are you talking about? And I told her, <laughs> something like that's never happened before or since. I've had images of other stuff, but to be able to potentially help somebody, you know, um, get the uh, authorities on the right path, that was just amazing. I was just like, oh my God, this is so cool.
0: That, that I mean, like especially when you can help somebody, and maybe that was the the, you know, the key that you needed subconsciously. You needed to help somebody out, and yeah. it just started flooding. <clears throat> Your gifts opened up and said, "Look, you got to help this person because yeah. they're in uh, dire straits." Um, so, but that that's really cool. I yeah I, I know about Katie, and and I think you used her when I had a, a certain issue. Uh, a little white uh, uh, darkness on the outside of, of town around me. <laughs> um, so oh, yeah. So said cedar oil, and I, I yep. bought some cedar oil, and um, I, I don't know if they're still there or not, but um, they're not allowed in the house, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Stay <laughs> but, outside with the dog.
0: <laughs> so, so how long, I mean, like, w- from six years old to when did you start going with the, the research group and being part of, like, a paranormal team?
1: Oh, I was probably in my late 40s, actually, uh, so there was quite some time. I've um, So you I just jumped
0: right well, into it, then?
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess you could say the first time that I actually did an investigation, um, and back then I didn't even know, there was a place in my hometown in Moncton, New Brunswick, uh, called Rebecca's Grave, and right. rumor has it that this girl got hit by a car, she was supposedly a witch, she died, they buried her and her mother, um, and put concrete on top of her grave because apparently she came back or something and they had to put her back and put concrete over it. So I went to the local library when they used to have, back in the day when they had microfish.
0: Oh, I remember those yeah. days, the good old days. Had,
1: yeah, and I actually did research on it and found out that her name was um, uh, Rebecca Lutz, Rebecca Ann Lutz. And I don't remember the year that she lived, but there were no cars yet. So, you know, I debunked that part. Um, but I, I, I don't recall the whole story, but I did find out how she died and everything. And there was a grave with where she was buried and her mother where they had uh, concrete. So I guess, you know, when you think about it later on, that's probably my first investigation. I didn't even know I was doing it because I did the research. I went to the site, you know, um, but you know, fast forward to 2000, I don't remember the year anyway. So we're here in Ontario and a friend of mine. Messages me and said, "Hey, there's a lady on Facebook, Katie Turner. She's looking to start up a team, um, and I know you're into that. And I thought you might like it. You know, before that, you know, of course, I've I watched Most Haunted and all those yeah. shows. You know, you know, and um, with, Derek, figured,
0: with Derek the psychic. Yep, Mary, Derek,
2: Derek, Akora.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so Derek. I it's okay." So, I messaged uh, Katie and she was having a meet and greet for people who wanted to join the team. So, my husband's like, You're really going to go? I'm like, Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go meet people. And if they're a bunch of wingnuts, I'll just say, Hey, thanks. Nice meeting you. Thanks for the coffee. Good luck. See you later. Yeah, seriously. Well, yeah, they were wingnuts, but I decided to join them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and um, yeah, so we did some investigations and and not, and, and I knew it wasn't like what's what's shown on TV. Um not every time you go out on an investigation are you got to find something, you know. But um yeah, no, it's had a lot of a lot of fun. got to meet some great people, a great team. So amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean and you're now, you now you left that team for a bit cuz you moved elsewhere and now you're back, right? Yep.
1: yep, I'm back. Moved away to Alberta for 3 years, came back and Katie's like, "So, are you going to come back to the team?" <laughs> and I'm like, if you'll have me, she goes. Well, of course we're going to have you. We're just we're unsure if you wanted to come back with us. I'm like, well, yeah. So, would
0: well, you're like a so, founding member, technically. If, yeah, if I you know. Kind of, sort of, you know. It's kind of like, you know. I don't know. Should we let John Lennon in again? I don't know. You know. <laughs> like so seriously. We,
1: we stayed in a hotel for a week before we took possession of our house. Oh, I took possession of my own house.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Oh, sorry! Sorry! <laughs>
2: oh,
1: my God! I took possession of my house.
0: That's awesome.
1: So then we we moved in the house. It, I think it was a Monday. Well, that's Saturday. I just jumped right in. We did an investigation with the team. My, my husband's like, "You didn't waste any time." Thank like, no, you. I didn't.
0: It's been such so long. We've got to get back together again. We got to get the band back together again, honey.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Exa- yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's 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 very it you know I didn't really get involved I did a lot of independent research growing mm-hmm. up you know paranormal that's I've always done it and I continue to do it but it wasn't until I met my my friend Al who invited me Big into Al. the group Big Al and oh, um you know that I was with formally with a group um, and it there's something about you know and of course when you're doing this, you're like, I don't know these people from Adam. They're weird. Well, here's the fun thing. like A couple of years prior to that, someone at my work, I worked for a bank, uh, actually a Canadian bank, Bank of Montreal. Um, oh, cool. And there was a, a girl there and we just used to chit-chat all the time while we we're doing our work. And we we're talking about UFOs and some strange stuff. She goes, I, I dare you to join this group, you know, go to go to a, one of these meetings. And so she picked something, like, in Manhattan. It's well way up. You know, I, I didn't want to go there at night. I said, look look for, like, Westchester area, which is hmm. close to where I live. So she found the UFO roundtable. And, <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll go. And I walked in there, and it was, it was a classroom in a library. And it was literally like walking into an episode of The X-Files where they have one of those meetings with all the experiencers. Yeah. And all the creepy people came out. He was like, okay, this is very interesting. You had the one guy that, that everything's a reptilian. Um, everything. Um, another guy is, it's, it's, this is all the truth. You're just screaming at the top. Of, you know, all the characters were there. But what was great about this group was they were getting top-rated, A-plus people in the, in the, and I'm going to call it a business because it is a business, to mm. come in and give intimate, you know, presentations. So I'm meeting people that, you know, you, you see, you, you hear about and you read about, they have books out and, and this is pre explosion of paranormal mania on TV. So, yeah. and it's free. I mean, these are people that if you went to a paranormal conference, you'd be paying, you know, big bucks to go see, yeah. you know? Um, so I liked it and we stayed around for a while and, and that's how I got involved in and that's where I met Al and, Again, the first investigation we did um, together as a group was Nuclear Lake. And it's yeah. online. And we, it was, I mean, that alone, that one investigation, it, uh, we're going to be making it into a movie eventually. Um, uh, it That'll was cool. it was crazy. But, I'm, I'm like, there I am. I'm like, I'm telling my wife, yeah, I'm gonna, we're going to do a night-day investigation. Is it okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And then and, and, and I'm thinking, I'm going into the woods with three guys i, I don't, don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> and we're parking the car at least a mile and a half away yeah i'm dead i'm going to be dead yeah. <laughs> this is not a good this is how all those horror films start you know <laughs> right let's go hide in the shed with all the chainsaws you know exactly reggie Like, wow, Scooby. Um, He would be doing really, really well now with all the dispensaries around the country. I think that's great. (laughs) Yeah, right. Speaking of Scooby, um, a a mutual friend and fan um, of ours, a great guy, Arizona Tramp,
1: Yes. Posted that
0: Scooby Doo van picture. I
1: know. He told me about that. I'm like, I'm so envious.
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I think I, I commented on It's old man Witherspoon from the White House. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, gang, let's go get the gang. And, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I've actually met people in life that look like the individual characters from Scooby Doo. Really? Yes. Oh, and wow. even, even one guy. He I'm like I, I, I was with a buddy of mine sometimes I'm like, "Dude that guy looks like Scooby-Doo and he' was like, "What are you talking about like, Oh, my God, he does <laughs> you know it had that like the, the jowls it was it was bizarre um th- these are the people i I, I kind of meet I don't meet anybody like I want to meet Paul McCartney I don't meet Paul McCartney. I meet the guy with pins in his eyes or something like that <laughs> Well, it's better than Sir Paul, but whatever. <laughs> so, what I mean, have you do you have when you do an investigation and you're going out with the crew, <laughs> um, what are your rituals? Do you, do you do anything to protect yourself prior and as well as post or just hey, let's let's go for it. We'll roll some dice and see what happens?
1: Uh, no, Katie says a prayer for the for the group and um for everyone involved. And I like to keep crystals on me. I'm really partial to selenite and hematite. Uh, selenite to keep negative away. And hematite to keep you grounded. And uh, for that's just my personal use. And plus I have my mother's uh, crucifix. Right, um, right. I'm Catholic, but I'm not really, really... I'm more spiritual. Yeah, everybody but, seems
0: to be more spiritual these days. Yeah,
1: but my mother's no longer with us. Um, she passed away several years ago. And this just... Uh, for me, it gives me focus and to help me protect myself. And I just feel like my mom's with me, protecting when I go on investi- investigations. So.
0: And she is uh, actually. Yep,
1: yeah. yep. Yeah. So that's uh, that's what we do.
0: Yeah, I I always this, this is the first question I ask anybody in the field when we we did uh, some interviews up in uh, um, okay. uh, I forgot where it's. <laughs> We went to a, a paranormal conference. My brain's a little bit foggy. It's it's raining, <laughs> mind you, people. Yes, I have cat ward on the program, and it's raining. Go figure. What are we the odds of that?
1: We have to give the backstory to that.
0: <laughs> I mean, cat for some reason storms like tornadoes, hurricanes. They love cat.
1: <laughs> they- well, I had one. I, I had one guest on my show. We had to reschedule three, maybe even four times because I had severe weather on my end, where it's like. You know, can't do it. No more power. You know, hell's for <laughs> hell's raining down on us. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's just ridiculous. And finally, once we moved to Ontario, it's like, okay, if there's another storm that stops us from recording, I am sacrificing a chicken. <laughs>
0: yes, and, you know, I think I recommended. You know, how do how to stop it? First, get a virgin. <laughs> Second, get.
1: A- <laughs> You I mean can't like find them anymore.
0: Well it was really funny when we I, I knew we were doing the, the, the interview today and it was just coming down. And it, it stopped for a little bit and then it, it like really came down. It was like, okay, cool, Wrath of God type of stuff. This is great. No problem. I <laughs> got cat coming yeah. on. I just hope it's not raining up in Canada. Um,
1: actually it is raining, but it's just a regular rain. Unlike Friday, where an hour and a half uh, from us is Ottawa, they actually had two tornadoes, an F two and an F three. and we so had that's severe like an F five in
0: total. Nice oh,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pass this class
1: <laughs> uh, we had some severe weather here as well, but not like Ottawa um, yeah, it was brutal
0: yeah it it's it, it's really interesting what the weather's been doing actually if you've been looking up on some of the um I follow the weather, I follow a lot of things I, I earth changes type of stuff, yep. I follow weather, I follow sun related information bursts. Um, volcanoes, water—you, you name it. Yep. I have all these apps; they're always going off. Actually, when set, one app goes off, all my kids go: <laughs> volcano, <laughs> no earthquake, <laughs> earthquake, and then another app came off, and, and it was like, "What's that sound?" And my daughter goes, "Duh, hurricane." <laughs> <laughs> and my wife's like, "What's wrong with you?" I said, it's not me that's the problem. You married me. so um,
1: <laughs> You made your
0: choice. You may want to look in the mirror every once in a while. <laughs> um, no, it, it's actually relative to what you're doing, especially if you're going on an investigation for the paranormal because storms do yep. bring energy there, and energy can be used, you know, extra energy. The, these spirits, in theory, can manifest it or use it to make themselves known. Um, but the weather patterns these days are just crazy. We had that... Florence coming in at like, yeah. a, like it was gonna hit North Carolina at an F5. Okay, I mean, a, a, a cat five. Yeah. It would have destroyed that thing. Um, and in an instant, it went from five to like one, and then it made a right.
1: It's amazing.
0: Well, that's unusual. So there's, there's been a lot of talk, and I, I, we talked a little bit pre-show about the National Solar Observatory, yep. and it was closed down. And you haven't been following it as much as I have, but it's, it's, oh. there's a lot of strange events taking place around this whole thing. And hmm. one of the events was, while this was coming in, someone posted something called a Mimic Map. And the Mimic Map shows the, the jet stream and, uh, of like what, where the warms and the cools are, and they, it's global. But in the center in the Atlantic, clearly there you could see this happening like energy waves from the South Pole and the North Pole were going, you know, up and down to each other. And it looked like someone was trying to manipulate the weather Hmm. and then fast forward to it being manipulated. Now, there are people out there claiming that um, we did it with harp, smack and hammer. Um, There's an individual that claims that his people did it. his people meaning people from not from this world, uh different race of individuals uh, mm-hmm. uh off planet uh, to do it because of the catastrophe it would have caused, and it would have caused a lot of nuclear plants there I mean there's different theories, but we cannot deny that something's going on, and I something's don't know if, happened, yeah yeah, I mean I guess if you control the weather, you can control everything actually yeah. So, except for, you know, my kids. They cannot control my kids <laughs> <laughs> from the paranormal side. But, but yeah, w- when we go into investigations, we usually, um, we, do, we do saging. We sage all our, we open up all the bags. We sage our bags. We say prayers. Uh, we do the, uh, Al does a prayer. He does our father. Um, I do a prayer. I do a traveler's prayer. Um, some people that came with us would do ohms. Um, and then Al goes around and literally, ho- you know, places holy water on everybody. And the Joker I am, I always tell him, it burns, it burns! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, stop.
1: <laughs> I, did, I did that in our investigation. Because at the end, because uh, w- we always ask him, do you want uh, whatever is here gone? Or do you want to keep them? I'm like, no, we don't want it here. So uh, Katie has a sage and she has holy water. So she said, who wants to follow behind me and you know she we, we the team members as well as the client also get saged with holy water and all that yeah and yeah. Uh, i i had the holy water and you know i'm going behind her and i'm just like oh my god it burns it burns and she's just looking at me like oh
0: stop stop it stop it <laughs> We're supposed to be professionals here. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, you know, it, it, ghosts, ghosts have senses sense of humor. I mean, yep. I've seen it many, many times. Um, they'll take things or you'll hear something or they'll drop a penny or, or you know, they'll trip you. <laughs> um, you know, tag, you're it. Um, I actually have a, in my home, I have a small apartment. I uh, wish I had a home, a bigger mm-hmm. home. Um, I, I'm, I do a lot of stuff in the kitchen. It's like a railroad kitchen. It's very, it's narrow. And between me and the window is maybe two, three feet. And there's some stuff there, so, you know, to uh, like almost on a storage end of it. And I'll sit there and I'll feel somebody touching, like playing with my ear, you know, rubbing. Uh-huh. And I'm like, cut it out. I'm, you know, I'm not in the mood. Just you know, stop. <laughs> and then they'll keep doing it. And I'm like, seriously? And so I know... <laughs> It could be either one of my wise ass friends who's passed on, <laughs> um, or, or or most most of the time I think it's my grandmother. I got the, the vibe it's grandma, but yeah. um, you know, uh, um, and which is nice. But you know, it, anybody else if that happened to you, if you were sitting like on your bed next to the wall and you felt somebody like scratching your neck, you'd be like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mommy,
1: <laughs>
2: mommy, please.
0: Um, do you your children have any of these abilities or what do they think of what mom does?
1: Um, I think they have abilities, but they don't like to admit it. Um, and my daughter thinks it's, really cool but she doesn't want any of her friends knowing because she's embarrassed both well, my kids are i just like are you freaking kidding me and it's like yeah please don't tell anyone mom i'm like well you know i have a podcast now people are gonna find out yeah,
0: seriously I'm, I'm on youtube
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: right you know uh, yeah yeah do you, it, and and what about your husband i mean like is he he's new i'm, I'm gonna assume that he's neutral He's like he doesn't really want to talk about it, but he he knows you do what you do. But he's just like I'm just here.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he's uh, he's very religious. He he doesn't like what I'm doing, but he won't ask me to to stop. Um, he just says make sure you're you you're careful and you know protect yourself and don't bring anything home. I'm like, yeah, it's not like puppies. I'm not going to bring strays home. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look at this when He has three eyes. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah um yeah. you know, like look at the horn on this one look at he's just such a cutie uh, no I, you know that's a that's a worry i have too my wife doesn't necessarily believe in it um mm. i try to keep it for my kids because they're young enough where it'll scare the hell out of them yeah um and you know I, I, when when my my mother-in-law passed away my my oldest was very very close to her and she was having a hard time. And it just so happened that when we came back into the house after being with some family, you know, before we, we go through the whole morning period for a, a while, um, there was a feather in front of our path. And I said, oh, oh. I, said, I said to my daughter, come here, come here. I said, look at that. And she goes, it's a feather. I said, yes. And I'm going to tell you something. I said, when you see a feather like this in front of your path, it usually means that someone's watching over you and protecting mm-hmm. you. And they're telling you they're okay and you'll be okay. And the only person who could, who do you think of that could be? And she's like, Nana. And I'm like, so every time they see feathers now, it's like, Nana. You oh, know, that's awesome. Which is kind of cool. Um, because yeah. it, it, it gives them a connection and, and a way to release the, the, you know, 10 years old and six years old, you, you know, you don't want to tell them the real deal. You know, eventually you're going to have to get a job and then you're going to be paying taxes. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you want them to have those moments there, but, yeah. um, yeah, in general, I usually get like, if we went to a. Because of what we study and what we do, it is a, a very weird area. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife usually turns to me, she goes, don't talk about the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about it. It's <laughs> like, like don't talk about Fight Club. I'm not going to talk about Fight Club, and I'm not going to talk about <laughs> the paranormal. Yeah. But something will trigger some, something, somebody, and... Um, or someone knows that I'm into it, I'm like, well, he's into it, he's into the paranormal, he, he, he <laughs> sleeps with ghosts, you know, like, whatever. And then my wife looks at me, I'm like, it wasn't me, it was John. <laughs> I didn't say a word. <laughs> um, but I do, you know, what's great is when you ask people questions like this, I was at a, a party with my cousin, and we had, the, they're all pilots. You know, they mm-hmm. work for the airlines. Yeah. So I'd say, just curious, um, they, they found out you do the paranormal stuff, I said, you know, you ever see up anything up there? UFO related, I'm, that's what I'm looking for, he goes, uh, you know, nah, no, no, you know, they walk away, and by, by the third or fourth beer in, you know, mm. there was this one time when I we just were went,
1: four, I <laughs> love that,
0: <laughs> and I start, and I just smile, I'm like, this party's gonna get good, you know, yeah. so do you get those experiences as well?
1: Oh yeah, it's, you know, um, sometimes I don't even have to bring up the paranormal, other people will just start talking about it, I have no idea why. Because I didn't even prompt them, you know, to, to talk about it. And they just start. And then it's like, nah, I don't believe in any of that crap. And it's like, yeah. well, you know, I'm an investigator. Oh, well, there was this one time. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? You just told me you don't believe in it. Because, <laughs> but I think because people don't. It's still. It's not like years it's ago. Taboo, there's still it's a still taboo. Thing, like, yeah. People will still look at you like you have three heads if you say that. Hey, yeah, I saw a ghost. But it's more acceptable now, but there's still that stigma.
0: Yeah, no, and, and I get, and I understand the aspect on your husband's side being the, on the religious side. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you read into the Bible and whatever, they tell you not to watch, you know, they watch out for fake prophets and yep. and mysticism and stuff. But they also forget that a lot of the people they are they're reading, Matthew, John, Luke, Laura, mm. Darth Vader, um, Laura. <laughs> you know, whatever, um, you know, these people literally technically had abilities. They were yeah. in communication with the higher power, God. Um, whoever that may be, be it Jesus, Buddha, whoever you know, you're you're following. So it's <laughs> like you want me to read the gospel, but part of the gospel is paranormal based, basically. Yeah. So would be considered paranormal based. I just think of it as um and I agree with them. Is there a point for your group and what you do and what uh, maybe Katie does and where you're like, nope, above my pay grade, I'm out?
1: Um, It hasn't happened yet, uh, but she's always said if ever we go into an investigation where you don't feel comfortable going or, you know... um, We we often say we're gonna have to come up with a safe word so know you know it's like I'm out of here. Uh, we haven't yet, but peanut no. butter, peanut butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right, as you're running out, uh, but we've always said that if you don't feel comfortable, don't go. And you know, please tell the rest of the team. You know, it's like yeah. don't just oh, where, where did that go? <laughs> you know.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I tell <laughs> I tell this to all the time. I said if I get someplace and I'm. Even if we planned it for months in (laughs) advance and I get there, I'm not going in. I'd advise you too not to go in. That's how I always phrase it. Yeah. Um, That's the worst thing you can do is to have somebody that doesn't listen to you and they go in and they they have this. Al had it. Actually, we were (laughs) two idiots. We went to a (laughs) a cemetery and he just had this. It wasn't Al. It was, you know, and it wasn't evil Al or anything like that. Um, It was just like, there was something different, and I'm like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with you? And I knew it, and I sensed it, and whatever. It was more of like a euphoric type of feeling. So, and he, he eventually, you know, figured out something was up, and when we got out of there, it, it dissipated, but you never know what you're going to take, you know, who you're going to take home with you. you. You interviewed one of the best guys in, in the planet, and he's a great guy, uh, Ron Iacovetti. I oh, did, yeah, I did too.
1: Ron was amazing.
0: And you remember, the, you know, he took home something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it took a while to get rid of that. And you just don't, I mean, I have my own problems. And to bring home something like that to to the family, oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I I don't even know what to do. I mean, I don't, you know, I just have this vision of them tying me to the bed and like, you know, two fathers come in. I'm like, what the heck is going (laughs) on here? Um, Which is interesting. I found out about The Exorcist, by the way, that that the original one um, that was based off of Mm-hmm. The priest that was involved in it was Father Bowden.
1: No way. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, kind of,
0: kind of demi, demi. Cat, why you do this to me? Um, <laughs> but um, so it, it, in your show, Paranormal Heart, you're you're taking basically your interest and your experiences and you're bringing it, you know, public on Podbean, right?
1: Yep, I'm on Podbean. I'm on Conflict Radio on uh, YouTube, uh, yes. Arizona Tramps Network, Black Swamp Digital Radio. Um, you know, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, but yeah, I I want to talk to people who have paranormal experiences, and not necessarily people who are already in the paranormal. But I also I'm very very interested in speaking with people, everyday people. Because we all know in this field that if you have a paranormal experience and you're not already involved in the paranormal, it can be really traumatizing because you're going to think you're crazy. And if you, you know, what happens if you don't talk about something that's bothering you? It's going to start eating away at you. And I just want to talk to people to let them know that paranormal heart is sort of a safe haven where you can tell me your experiences. And I'm not going to think that you're crazy because I believe in this stuff too. And if I can't help you, I might be able to find someone in your area who can go and help you if, if you're really having problems with paranormal entities. So, you know, I anybody who wants to talk about it and be on the show, please contact me at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. And um, I'd love to talk to people. Like I said, everyday people. I don't even have to use your real name if you don't want to. Or I can use your only your first name. Uh, I think it was my third guest um, she didn't want to have her last name mentioned. I said, "Not a problem. I just mentioned her first name." So um, I just—I'm really, really interested in wanting to talk to people.
0: It's and and that's that's a godsend because um, part you know you're doing a really nice service for people because it is a strange event, I guess. Yeah. Um, and we're dealing with this because it's not—it's not normal. Um, no. It's paranormal, but it's not normal. You're not used to this stuff, you know. It's this is more than just like thinking about somebody the phone rings and they're on the phone with you or or whatever yeah. or you hear news. This is like uh you know, the bedpost just lifted up and um, you know, yeah. put me against the wall, whatever. You know, you can't say that to somebody without them saying, okay, get the white coat and some Thorazine. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, because it, it's difficult. But yeah, I like the fact that what we do is you, you try to help out as many people. And the fact that you're allowed, you know, these people are coming on your show shows a bit of courage of, of dealing it and confronting it head on. Yep. Um, and you do have a fantastic I always want to say that you have a, a wonderful show thank you Um, the way you do it the 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 questioning and i love the the there's there's a a fun aspect to it which is it makes it enjoyable it's entertaining too many people have these these shows where they're they're trying to reinvent the wheel it's like we don't need to reinvent the wheel we just want to get solid fun information um you have great chemistry with uh, with all your guests actually Uh, i listen to every one of your episodes thank you
1: Oh, awesome, thank um, you.
0: And I'm just blown away. And, you know, being part in this field, when you're an investigator, you're like, oh, I want to ask a question. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's yeah. right, it's recorded. I can't yeah. ask a question.
2: You yeah. know,
0: so you have to go afterwards and, and ask questions. Uh, one of my favorites was, um, what's his name, the, the the good doctor that got the, the safety and security um, where he, he oh, goes. Oh,
1: David, Dr. David Perodin.
0: Yes. Um, and eventually, yes, da- doctor, I, I definitely want to have you on the program. Because I have a theory behind what took place, um, but he, he was fantastic because he's coming from that perspective. Like, yeah, this doesn't, this isn't supposed to happen. More of a logical perspective, and mm-hmm. when you, I love when people experience things that are more logical, or you, you know, because you, you get a, a better feeling of it instead of the ones that you know believe the possibility. Yep. So, uh, do you have? Um, is there anybody in the future? that you would love to interview that's maybe not um, paranormal related?
1: Uh, not really. There, You know, I would really, really love to talk to Dan Aykroyd. Yes, me too. <laughs> I really would. Not only is he a fellow Canadian, but his family, you know, growing up, he was involved in the paranormal, you know. Um, that's where Ghostbusters came from. Yeah. Um, but no, I would absolutely love to talk to him. He's, so if you know, he's if you know, of anyone,
0: <laughs> well, um, I, I've been to Saturday Night Live. I know a couple people from Saturday Night Live, uh, but I don't know how, how well connected they are. He's been kind of off the radar for a bit.
1: Yeah. He's, he's, I uh, think mainly doing his, uh, crystal skull. What is it? Vodka now? I think. I don't think he does too much of the paranormal stuff.
0: <laughs> well, if you're just drinking... Other spirits. Spir- <laughs> yeah, if you're drinking the spirits instead of being one of the spirits. Yeah, um, yeah I think after that and the really the bombing of the other Ghostbusters, um,
2: yeah. the
0: old lady cast, uh, which is... It's yeah. nothing to do with the lady. It's just, it just was a bad idea. Um, you know yeah. what? People don't want to see that. Bring back the old crew, um, even though one of them passed. Uh, a couple of them, whatever. But... Yeah, I, I would love to figure out a way to get in touch with him, Jim Mallard. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: see if Jim can get him. I'm sure Jim wants to get him on, on the Mallard Report, which is another great podcast behind you. I'm not selling anybody short. I mean, we were talking about some good shows you got to check out. Uh, is there anybody, um, or is there an investigation you would like to do in the paranormal? Like, some place you'd like to go. Like, what are your top three places, to, like, I want to investigate this, this, and this?
1: Um, I would... You know, if, it might sound cliche, I'd love to go to Dracula's castle, just because I love castles.
2: That would be and pretty I, cool.
1: And I want to know if there's actually something there. You know, people say there is, but I, w- I want to go myself and find out if there is. But
0: I wonder if Gary Ullman's there. <laughs> 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 Ugh, ooh, Gary, it's yeah, time to go. That was an
1: awesome movie, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go now.
1: Well, apparently you can... Um,
0: you can uh, sleep there, right? Money.
1: Yeah, you get to sleep in a coffin if you want, and... Yeah, you know, like I, dinner there. I,
0: the whole sleeping in the coffin thing, I, I draw the line at certain aspects of some things. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, hanging out in a coffin is just not my idea. I, I don't want to, you know, rush anything at this point. Uh, it, it's kind of freaky. It's, it's really weird. Although yeah. I have a whole setup. I heard my wife is like, you're out of your mind and I'm going to have a coffin and I'm going to make it look like a NASCAR coffin, you know, like with like a number <laughs> on it and like yeah. oil and whatever. <laughs> um, and and our, because we print T-shirts, we, we we have a printing company. We're gonna. I want T-shirts handed out at my funeral that say, "I went to Brian's funeral and all I got was a fucking T-shirt," <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know what? That's me. Um, yeah. And and my kids know that. And like, yeah, your dad's nuts. <laughs>
1: I, I told everyone uh, when it's my time and people at the funeral, I want to play. Um, um, uh, what's that? Around the mulberry bush, you know that,
2: Jazzy, <laughs> and see if dun,
1: I'm gonna pop dun, out dun, of the dun, top. Dun, yeah.
0: You know you should, like, you should. Like, yeah, you should definitely have something hooked up to like a little knocker, so it goes, like like from the inside. Oh my god, <laughs> that would it's not be not funny
1: insane. anymore. Let me out. I hate <laughs> mom. <laughs> yeah.
0: Grandma was the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a bunch of different things. I want, I want a pressure plate on the grave with a little, little screen that comes. Oh, well, look who finally showed up.
2: Yeah. You
0: know, or, or I'm in here, and and I want neon, and I don't. I haven't decided if I wanted uh, open all night or help wanted inquire within. <laughs> so <laughs> that little uh-huh. Edgar Allan Poe thing there, where you're 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 afraid to die, and you have to put the little. They used to do that with the strings. Yeah, and the bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would freak my butt out if I was in. <laughs> in a cemetery, and all of a sudden I heard bells ringing, and I'm like, oh, God, this is not yeah. going to be good. <laughs> Where's Dean and Sam? Yeah. <laughs> right? So I, I'm assuming you're also a fan of, like, the sci-fi films. Oh, yeah. and Of it, course. I, yeah, I mean, like, I think we, there's many references, everybody, to uh, Supernatural. I, I got into that show late, later than everybody else has, and it's oh, really? probably one of the best shows I've ever watched on, on television ever.
1: Yeah. Um I got I, my daughter uh, involved uh, in cuz she was young when it first came out and when she got a little older I started getting her to watch it with me and uh oh she's a huge fan now.
0: <laughs> um do, you know, I think this is the last season too. So it it may be a little bit rough on everybody. Um but do you have huh. any you have do you collect paraphernalia from like, you know, supernatural stuff or do you do, actually let's go this way. Do you play with or or practice or use any uh like like tarot cards, not Ouija boards, because I don't think you no. ever do Ouija boards. No. Um, but so no tarot cards. You know, don't try to predict no. the future or the lottery numbers.
1: No, no. <laughs> I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> that, would that would be, be awesome.
0: <laughs> well, for a while there, I was I, I, in the morning. I have a, t- a tarot card slash horoscope app. Um, and, and the towers are coming up all the time now, <laughs> which is not oh, a good God. thing, right, but no, t- <laughs> no, it's not a good thing. Um, but for a while there, um, the numbers were coming up and I noticed, you know, the different numbers based on tarot cards and, um, I started tracking them not playing them, but I started trying and they were not consistent, but pretty, pretty good. <laughs> if you played the, the three numbers, it would like nine out of 10 times you were going to hit something. So. But once I started doing that, of course, it stopped. So,
1: Of course, yeah.
0: <laughs> That's it. So what do you think of the future of Paranormal Heart is and, and your, your podcasting? Is it is it going to be – you're going to move more towards like a video type of podcast or, or a videocast?
1: I, I don't know. Um, well, it's, it's kind of funny because the very first interview I ever did was um, uh, Jonathan Mallet from Odd to Newfoundland. Yes. He messaged me and says, I want to have you on the show. Uh, knew I was a uh, investigative, uh, you know, in, into the paranormal. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I've never done any any interviews before, and I'm, I'm terrified. He goes, well, what? It's pre-recorded. We're just chatting to Canadians. Like, come on. So I, I'm like, well, I don't know. Let me think about it. it the, the thought really terrified me. So finally he messaged me and says, okay, are we doing this or what? I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, I was terrified out of my mind, but I had a great time got to be such great friends with him. I hope to meet him someday. Um, And then um, uh, I had, I was on another podcast three times um, and I started getting family and friends messaging me and say, Hey, you should start your own podcast. I'm like, hell no, no. What are you talking about? No. (laughs) So I mentioned it to my husband and he's like, well, why don't you? And I'm like, I don't know. That's something other people do. He was like, well, "You enjoy it, Why, and you like talking to people. Why don't you yeah. start one up?" I'm like, "Oh, it took me a good year. I was talking to um, Jim Mallard, Jonathan Mallard, you know, yeah, uh, Brian Anderson, you know, yeah, the group. And it took me a good year because I was trying to get my audio. Because I don't know what I'm doing, like audio what, tech wise. No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So." Um, you know, I had so many people, Justin Cancellari helped me out, you know, and it took me a good year until I actually released my first episode. And, and Jim Mallard said, you know, after you do about five episodes, then you're going to know if you like it and you're going to stay in it. I'm like, OK, yep. so number 10 will be coming out soon. So I'm enjoying it. I'm having a really good time, which is kind of funny because I never thought I'd ever be a podcaster. And um, I have my little snowball microphone here, and uh, now I'm going to be upgrading and uh, getting some other equipment because I wanted to hold off. I didn't want to, you know, jump in. I just want to get a little microphone, see where it goes, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I like. I've met so many great people in the paranormal communities, not even yourself included, and L, and so you know, we've never met, but we have such great friendships. You know. And, oh yeah. And uh, we support each other, and I love this.
0: I'm, I'm, I mean, some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life are you and Justin and, and Jim Mallard and Arizona and, uh, you know, Cisco. Cisco's, I've just met Cisco. Um, I talked to, I was to messaging with uh, Jonathan Mallard and mm-hmm. it's just like, they're, these. you guys are solid people. This is really, it's, it's a really interesting dynamic part, the good part of social media. is yeah. Is what were the, what are the chances we would have met had there not been podcasting probably yeah. probably we would have I, I would I would wager so far to say that people that are in your life would have been in your life somehow you would have passed them in the street or somehow you've been in a place to get connected but mm-hmm. in general that probably would have taken 80 years um and you guys yeah. are great I mean I'm always offering help Brian Anderson's great too you know he's a great guy oh, and he is. what I love about this little ragtag crew of of individuals yeah. is that we genuinely will help you out we there's nothing in it you know we're not looking for anything we totally want to support each other and and that's how we, that's how we do things and but that's how life should be
1: yeah cuz we we all know that in the paranormal community there's a lot of drama sometimes oh my God, yes. and, and i don't understand why even even though if you don't have a podcast you're just paranormal investigators and it's like we should be sharing what we're finding and trying to figure out what's going on instead of like now that's you know you can't investigate here this is my turf or you know yeah. i did that before you did you know or, or just uh, it's amazing but the the Group that we have with Arizona Tramp and everybody, oh, we're so supportive. And anybody had, yeah. like Cisco and I were new to the podcasting world, and we have questions, and you guys are so are, are there to help us. And uh, we just, it's it's really really nice, and I appreciate everyone's friendship.
0: Oh yes, I, I so do I. I mean, I it really, honestly, this is a solid friendship. You are you're you are so fantastic as a as a human being as a person. It's amazing. Um, either way, I'm I'm just blessed to to be allowed into your your area, your zone, you know, like like and, and your world. Um but that's 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 what's great about this. You know, we do this. I remember I I did a little radio in school here and there. I loved it cuz my family came <laughs> from radio. They were at NYU. Um they knew cousin Brucey. They were very good friends with him.
2: Oh, hey. Um, yeah, Bruce <laughs> Marr.
0: They, they my my mother had a show she interviewed Eleanor Roosevelt. Um and my father had his own that's radio cool. show and I mean, you know, these guys are like radio radio this mm-hmm. is the close i knew about it i always wanted to do it i remember when podcasting first came out i'm like oh, wow i could, you mean i could really meet and talk with people you, you know yeah, but it was a yeah. lot different than it is now i mean like you literally would have to have like three computers set up for the person in front of you and then you're basically recording them and then figuring out how to put it together yeah. um now it, it is a lot more streamlined it's easier but like you i love Getting the opportunity to talk to people that I knew in this field, and I'm not, I'm not just paranormal either. I want, to, I want to talk to musicians and artists mm. and people, you know, anybody that wants to talk about something that I think is kind of cool or relevant, I, mm. I'd definitely love to talk to them. But you get to ask the questions of, of people, like, you know, I'd love to have, what's his name on, uh, um, uh, uh, Stanton Friedman, you know, mm. everything's <laughs> Roswell, you know, like Stanton, yeah. calm down a little bit. But to be <laughs> able to ask them a couple of questions, I mean... Mm. We, we had, when I was doing, uh, we were doing um, Inside the Goblin Universe, the, the, the full show, one of the guys I got on there was Steve Alton. He is a New York Times best selling author. His movie, the movie Meg just came out. Um, and I remember when he came on, he was not the th- so thrilled to be on the program, you know, like, who are these guys? But he had a great time. He goes, wow, you guys are fantastic. we're going to come back. Where else are you going to meet, you know, Steve, Steve Alton? Yeah. You know? So I mean is there is there somebody you know beyond beyond paranormal like this? is there you you see your you developing your show into like um ask Dr. Cat <laughs> you know come no. in and sit down on the couch while we talk with <laughs> Cat
1: Actually I would like to talk to people uh doctors nurses Uh, Police officers, firefighters, um, pilots, astronauts, I'd like to know if they've had paranormal experiences. Um, I've been trying to talk to people like that. They seem to be very tight lipped.
0: Yeah, um, I think it, again, with the taboo, I think Mm -hmm. it's a professional thing. Like, you know, like, do you really want to know your doctor believes that there are spirits behind you? (laughs) You know, when he's checking to see if you have a hernia? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Doc, there are no spirits up there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. um, at all? who
2: <laughs> got the
0: whole fist there there Doc. Um, I think I threw yeah. the Lord, but uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's it is that that whole thing. It's like they can't they can't go out. Uh, you know, very few doctors will come out and say this is real. Like John Mack did it, um, and then they killed him <laughs> in the paranormal <laughs> field. Um, you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a really touchy gray area still. Even though there's nope. so much of this it's more accepted than it's ever been. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I've always, you know, people, I think someone asked me, like, who, uh, Justin asked me, like, you know, who would you like to interview? And it wasn't paranormal-based. I think it was, like, uh, Paul McCartney and, like, George Washington or something like that or, yeah. or somebody of history because, you know, technically George Washington had a, a visitation, if you remember that. I don't know. You wouldn't have studied it, but I think I believe he was by Valley mm-hmm. Forge. He was up in his tent and a, and a spirit came in. I didn't know that yeah and may have given him some information about the war or whatever you're very close you know you, uh. so uh, when I uh, when I read that he wrote that in his journal um that he was visited and they told him certain things and he didn't go too elaborate into it uh but I was I'm, i always wondered was that a, a time traveler yeah you know huh.
1: that's interesting you, I didn't hear that before
0: do you, do you believe in that time traveling possibility I think it's possible. We see this all the time. You do the weird news, so that's why.
1: Yeah, on Arizona Trump's (laughs) network, yeah, the weird news.
0: (laughs) I mean, that would be, you know, like, and I I think before the show started, we were talking about this guy in Israel who says he's the the Roman soldier who killed Christ. Yep. And all he's doing now is talking in Latin, (laughs) and, like, really good Latin. Hmm. Like, perfect Latin. Then again, you know, when you're. Lost your mind? I mean, you know, you have free time to do, <laughs> study Latin at this point. Um, <laughs> where, can, where? Let's go one more time. Where they could, where our, our fans and friends and families can reach out to Cat Ward if they have a problem up in the Great White North.
1: <laughs> take off, eh? Yeah, you know it. Yes, I, I,
0: can't, I can't hit Kenny Lee's high notes. You know, take
1: off. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm on uh, I'm on Twitter, under Cat Ghost Hunt. I'm on Instagram under the same Cat W Ghost Hunt. Uh, if you want to drop me an email um, at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com, I'd love to hear from you. Even if it's just to say hi, uh, you know, mention anything about the show. If you liked it, if you didn't like it, um, you know, you want to be on the show. I really, I you know, just want to touch base with people.
0: Yeah, it's that's the way to go. That, yeah. that's the way to be it you know and and reaching out to people um it's pretty shocking once you start doing this because you're on you know conflict radio those guys over there are yep. at rock they're, they're amazing. amazing yeah, yeah. those they, they are so good um and when you get on, it's really funny how when you get onto a youtube situation or something i guess people are still i don't know if they're not in the know <laughs> but they're impressed that you have your own youtube thing um so sometimes they feel that they may not be able to reach out and touch you or, or get yeah. connected to you. But yeah. how, when you go for your guests, um, what do you do? Like, like is there is there, do you, do you I, I know you're going with more um, non-celebrity guests, but if you were going to go out, would you just ask them? Like, hey, uh, you know, uh, Justin, uh, uh, whatever his name is, uh, I mean, Trudeau. <laughs> Uh, come on the show <laughs> you, you're your president prime minister
1: yeah my pro oh yeah justin oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't even get me started we,
0: you can give him you can give him halloween socks uh, yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i had sent an email to oh my i don't even remember his name and his canadian uh well-known canadian uh hetfield uh, hetfield chris uh ash or uh, canadian astronaut Right. Uh, An email saying, you know, hey, can you tell me if you had paranormal experiences in the, you know, in space? Love to have you on the show. And his people contacted me and pretty much said that I'm a nobody and he doesn't have time to contact me. Don't call us again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Really. You know, I I contacted Dr. Stephen Greer and I took that and I said, we'd love to have you on the show. You'd have the whole hour because he was putting out that movie. I forgot what it was called. Undisclosed or something to that effect. Yeah. And they sent me back this, um, I, I got placement test. <laughs> it was like it was like a hundred questions. How much is you gonna gonna pay them? How much time is? What's your audience like? What are the numbers? Blah blah blah. I'm like, and I and I, I literally, I was like floored by this. So I, I replied back and everything. Um, we don't get paid. So guess what? You don't get paid. But you don't we're, get
2: paid. Yeah. But,
0: but we do have an audience. Um, it's growing daily, and you'd reach those people. Um, and you'd give the small guy hope, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but from that actual, you know, interaction and request, I was able to get several other people. So because they had a PR firm there and they, um, they helped us out, you know, PR is PR. It doesn't matter where you go for it. So you always have to ask, you know what, ask and you shall receive. I think that's what they, they say. Um, but that that's all. It's it's good stuff. I, I I know we're gonna get yelled at by Mr. Mallard, because we missed <laughs> something tonight. And I, we I apologize to all the, the ducks in the duck pond. Quack quack. Yeah, um, I already
1: texted him, him and said, yeah, sorry, I'm gonna miss it tonight. But
0: yeah, I told him and I asked him like, who's the guest? And I said, oh, it's is it a secret? He goes, it's always a secret. And I'm like, well, then I can't come. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I I I'm not coming then. Ahead of time either. <laughs>
1: right. So,
0: <laughs> so can, can we know who the new the the, the next guest will be? Cuz this is going to be out probably in 2 weeks. Is is there is it going to be prior to you? It's not going to be out this it's going to be the following Wednesday.
1: No, Sunday. Um, it comes out the last Sunday of every month. So it's gonna be coming out this Sunday on Podbean and uh, iTunes and Stitcher. Um, but conflict radio brings it out a little a few days after I release it right. as well as um, uh, Black Swamp digital Radio really doesn't doesn't release it the same day. I do usually waits a, a little while because it's on Friday nights at nine. right. Um, so um, yeah, my guest is oh, I don't know if I can pronounce her last name. Nina <laughs> K- N- oh, Jeepers. I'm so sorry Nina. You know, I had this problem when I had you on the show. Um, <laughs> Is
0: it a Russian name?
1: No, I don't know. I think it might be Italian or something. Ooh. Um Nina Marie Camarina.
0: Nina Marie Camarina. I know yeah, Nina. Nina. Nina, Nina, yeah. Nina, we had Nina on several times. She's the Yes,
1: yeah. the mermaid girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: And yeah. and yes, Ron, Ron. Nina, it's I'm going to be listening. I'm definitely going to be listening to you. And, and uh, hopefully you're doing well. I haven't talked to her in, in ages. I see her posting stuff, and she's really developing her own, her own product. But it's good. it yeah. should be a very, very good show. Something paranormal that just happened while we were on here, by the way. I have an iPhone. And mm-hmm. I have a timer. And I always keep I'm a sorry. timer on. No, no Well, I, I don't <laughs> mind it, actually. At least it doesn't hang up on me like my Google phone did, used to do. Um, oh, and the murderer is,
2: click, click, what? what the heck? <laughs> um,
0: I, w- I shut the timer off on my phone. Because, you know, I, I always like to give, gauge mm-hmm. myself where, where we are in, 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 a, in an interview. Um, mm-hmm. And what's great about being independent, Cat, we can go as long as we want.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, exactly.
0: But I know Cat has to get up tomorrow, um, um, I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I don't know did. if you're sleeping in tomorrow. <laughs> but um, no. so I, sh- I <laughs> shut my phone off, and all of a sudden, my phone went to that Siri thing and started on its own.
1: Yeah, I heard it.
0: Yeah, started typing, yeah. and I'm like, uh, okay, who's here with me?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I have a lot of activity in my apartment. So if anybody wants to send uh, some white golden light my way, uh, we could probably use it. Uh, but I don't take okay. any crap from them.
2: <laughs>
0: I, they they know. They, I, I'm like, I tell them straight up, you're not allowed to be here, get out. And no, you're not going to bother me. You know, Yeah. I have no problems about it. But... I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your lovely day up there in the, in, in the great <laughs> white north prior to the, the snow coming because I, I, it, it's hammering the west coast there, huh? Um,
1: Alberta's getting snow. Us in Ontario, not yet, but it, it's getting cold.
0: Yeah, that kind of scares the heck out of me that it's, it's coming that fast. Um, usually you get like to like an October, November, <laughs> in my opinion, but yeah. um, that just means we're going to get a, like, hammered this year.
1: Well, according to the farmers almanac it's supposed to get really really cold this uh this winter um up in canada at least in february is supposed to be like they're forecasting minus 40 minus 45 celsius i can't do the conversion and i think it's pretty close in fahrenheit at that at that point
0: yeah the farmers drink so i don't i don't think <laughs> <what> they, <say. laughs> they drink and my uh, guardian angels they're all drinkers um, they drink <laughs> heavily <laughs> um so i <laughs> uh, yeah, I really wish they didn't though, but um yeah, it just it just gets worrying i I think where Dave Scott is, you know dave um yep. We own the night. I loved it. Dave is great. Um, I think he's like, has like 15 feet of snow already.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wake and, and this was like literally August. He he posted a picture. I'm like, he's like, holy crap, it's snowed. <laughs> I'm like, well, you live up in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell do you expect? It's kind of like Dave, if being... <laughs> you're listening,
1: I can send an army of gnomes to shovel you out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Let's get him, boys. Um, (laughs) It's kind of like being in Japan and and having a camera. Go figure. Oh,
1: yeah, I know, right?
0: (laughs) He's Japanese and he has a camera? Yeah, go figure. Um, But I thank you very much for coming on. You're welcome anytime, and it's it's always good to to talk to you. I pray one day we all get to meet and hang out, and I think it would be just a blast. I think we should have a little... the, the people we've we've mentioned here, Justin, Jim, and everybody, it'd be really nice. And I don't know if, if they feel the same way, but even Cisco, to be able to meet up one time and just hang oh, out for like a couple days, like like and just shoot the shit.
1: <laughs> I always said if I won the lottery, I'm gonna get myself a big tour bus, and I'm picking us all up, and we're going on a road trip.
0: Oh, that's cool. that's good get that to Death nice. Valley. We're going to Death Valley. Ooh, ooh, um, don't, but don't it's don't good to know you're going back into the band again. Uh, yep. You were part of the uh, AAs, which is like the Canadian Go Go's, and um, <laughs> I, I, I wish you well. I thank you again, and um, you know, I keep that paranormal heart beating as long as possible.
1: Oh, I plan on it.
0: But until then, folks, uh, it is time we're gonna get going. We gotta go. We have something interesting and new coming our way on this this lovely show that I put out and on our Podbean, and we're on Podbean Fitra, uh, as well as all the, the usual suspects as well. We've got a couple good surprises coming your way. Um, I think they're pretty good surprises. And we have a different, different, couple different shows coming to my own little mini network because I can put whatever I want on my Podbean, um, <laughs> and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. But until then... God bless, stay safe, and we'll see you next time on Nobo Boomi. Bye. Hey, this is Brian Bowden, and I want to extend a deep thanks to Purple Planet. You guys rock. You're listening to Nobo Boomi, where we explore deep inside the goblin universe. The opinions expressed on Nobo Boomi are of that of the host and his guests.
2: Why don't you burp next time?
0: Someone get me Brian Anderson.